0: Welcome! I'm Dave. I'm John. And this is Teaching Like Ted Lasso. The following is the extended version of the assessment interview play-by-play we did in Episode 2, Be Curious. It includes more conversation around the geometry task that we discussed in the episode and a whole new play-by-play around a measurement task I did with Vance.
1: Welcome to Teaching Today. We have a special situation today. Dave is here as a coach. He's here as a teacher. He's brought a couple clips to watch to the podcast, and we're very happy to have him here to give us some insight into assessment. Thanks. It's good to be here. All right. So, Dave, what did you bring with you today for us to watch?
0: So this is some video that I use in our first math course for pre-service teachers who want to be elementary teachers and it's part of an interview project that they do and I I like to do a model for them beforehand because it's really difficult for them to kind of shift their thinking about what it means to be a teacher.
1: I've watched these videos. Are you really teaching here? Well, that's just it, right? So a lot of them come
0: into the profession thinking about teaching as telling. And um, one of the things that we want them immediately, like I said, this is their first class to start thinking about, is teaching as listening. So gathering data first, being curious about kids' thinking. And so that's one of the main reasons why I share this video and several videos actually of me doing these interviews. Yeah,
1: so um, I love that, right? So both curiosity, of course, but um, then this kind of underlying message that teaching is not telling. When those things are used synonymously, it drives me a little bit crazy. All right, so uh, tell us who this learner is. So Vance
0: is a first grader. He's my grandson and he would um, tell you that he's gonna be a paleontologist when he grows up.
1: Excellent. Yes. So do you have some good dinosaur discussions? Yes, we really, we really do.
0: He, he's excited at some point to do a podcast about dinosaur of the day.
1: Hey, excellent. Yes. All right. Uh, if only he had a grandparent who produced a <laughs> podcast. Yeah, one at, one at a time, John, <laughs> one at a time. All right. Do you have like a sequence of questions plan that you're going to ask him?
0: So this task comes from Oh Clements and Sarama, and it's a tricky triangles task, and it asks the the learner to identify gives ten shapes and asks the uh, learner to identify which of those shapes are triangles and which of those shapes aren't. I uh, added a question at the very beginning. I'm just curious about what his definition of what a triangle is. So oh, we'll start out with that. So the focus really is um, trying to determine. Uh, I think it's like two ga one about what makes something what is and isn't a triangle. So even though he's a first grader, we're looking at a second grade standard.
1: Okay, common core coding. That's the kind of thing you get from my (laughs) co-host. All right, so uh, let's watch a bit of the video. Okay. So Vance, tell me,
0: what's a triangle? It's a shape with three sides. Interesting. Can, Can you look at this sheet of paper? And you can, can you tell me which of those are triangles and which ones aren't triangles?
1: So were you planning on having him eating while you were teaching?
0: No. So this is one of the things, right? You take advantage of, of opportunities. So um, we'd been playing most of the day, and he was ready to take a break. And this was the time where he wanted to do the interview as well. And so this did change one thing, right? I had, um, originally expected that he would uh, circle the ones that he thought was and... Uh, not the, or X out the ones that weren't, and then um, then we talk about it. Okay, but now so he's when just pointing.
1: So when you're saying circling and xing out, what is he looking at here? He's looking at okay. this
0: sheet of paper with the 10 shapes. All of them have
1: triangularish <laughs> shapes to them? Is that, <laughs> yeah. Is that fair to say? All right, so um, he's gonna be pointing these shapes saying they are or are not a triangle? Yes. But he already gave you the definition. Right. So why aren't you happy just with that? So
0: what we know about a lot of students is that they memorize mathematics. And they often memorize without a real conceptual understanding about what goes into that definition. And so I, I don't want to be just reliant on uh, using that data point to, to understand where he's at. So I'm curious about where he's at. And I need to gather a little bit more. So later. even though
1: you have an answer you're pretty happy with, that. That doesn't really tell you what he's thinking. Exactly.
0: It doesn't tell me how he would apply it, right? So he said it's mm-hmm. a shape with uh, with three sides. So what does that mean to him?
1: Right. So we might not think about that as ambiguous. Right. But you never know.
0: Right. This is a triangle. Okay. What's he pointing to there? So that's the first one. So it's a, it is a triangle. Okay. Okay. This, I don't know. Okay. Which is a triangle, but he'll explain a little bit later why he doesn't know. Okay. This is a triangle. Okay. Which is a triangle. This, I think, is a triangle. Which is okay. not a triangle. Wait, this is a triangle. Which okay. is not a triangle. And this is a triangle. Which is okay. not a triangle. and you think the other ones aren't mm-hmm. a triangle? So you said you didn't know about that one. Why do you mm-hmm. think that one might not be a triangle? It's kind of thin. I've never seen a triangle like that before. Oh, interesting. So, is that the same thing with this one right here?
1: Okay, wait a second. So, he's already told you why he's not sure about this triangle. Mm-hmm. And um, what, what's the connection you're trying to make with that question?
0: So, it's really about he used some language that comes straight out of Van Healy, right? That it looks. I've never seen a triangle that mm-hmm. looks like this. And so, I'm. I, Again, I'm curious about how he's applying his conceptual understanding of what a triangle is, and is he applying it to other shapes? And right. So th- this this is also a triangle, but it's also a thin, skinny, you know, obtuse-scaling triangle, and it's not one that he t- typically
1: would have seen as a first grader. Okay, because of lack of variety of right. shapes that we show kids. Um, so. It's visual reasoning, which is reasoning, mm-hmm. right? So it's not necessarily right or wrong. This is just how he's processing. Yeah. So I'm
0: just. This is his conception, and and I I just want to know about what his conceptions are. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. So, when you said this is a triangle, mm-hmm. what makes that a triangle?
1: Which one are you pointing at there? So, it's actually a
0: quadrilateral. So, but it again looks triangular-ish because there's only a little piece of an angle cut off. And um, but it looks like the the typical um, equilateral triangle that they see so many of. when
1: so either the fourth side is too small to count, or it's a broken triangle, or
0: yeah, well, it's it's just too small to, to okay. count. Yeah. And he kind of just motioned shade. with his hand there to, that it had three sides.
1: Right. But the fourth one doesn't count as a side to him.
0: To him, right. Because right. conceptually, it looks like a triangle.
1: Okay. I don't know about
0: this one or this one. Which one which one? This one and this one.
1: What are the two he's pointing at there? So the, the top one
0: is uh, an open shape; it's not closed, but again has a triangle shape. And then mm. the other is a kite that again looks like a triangle but has uh, a fourth side. Gotcha. Mm. Well, why why might that be? Why
1: might that not be a triangle? It's kind of like wide slanted. Mm. The uh, triangle that was open. What was the reason he gave? It d- again, it
0: was based on looks, right? right? He hadn't seen a triangle that looked like that.
1: But it wasn't even the open part. He no, said it, no, first exactly. to the slant.
0: Right, right. Okay. So, so it's not. So the the connected sides is not part of the conception. At least, at least, not what he's demonstrating right. here.
1: Well, a, that really interests me because the bottom of the triangle isn't parallel to the edge of the paper. So, but. He quickly identified the upside down triangle as a triangle right which sometimes gives kids problems right, right right okay and now he's moving on to talk about the kite right okay
0: because it looks more like a rhombus to me oh interesting interesting.
1: Hold on <laughs> you're just gonna let him say it looks like a rhombus sure it's not I'm so the,
0: uh, as an assessment, this is not a. a a chance or an opportunity to fix his thinking it's it's an opportunity for me to understand his thinking I didn't challenge him on any of his other ones I'm just gathering some information here and then later I can use that information to to maybe give some examples of these are triangles or these aren't triangles Um, but but at this point I, I just want some information I was certainly surprised that he called it a rhombus but again it's also really interesting that his Rationale wasn't because a rhombus has four sides or it wasn't because it has four sides But that it looks like something else. And so again that 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 conception uh, of, of
1: triangles based on looks seems to be
0: holding steady
1: And it occurs to me that if you were in a classroom uh, For the a discussion at the end of this activity You'd have some questions that you could ask particular learners Right that really might fuel a discussion.
0: Right, right. So we're just doing one student here. Um, I could imagine doing the same activity with multiple students and seeing whether or not, and I would imagine, based on again the research that we know from Van Haley, that many of the first graders would have the exact same responses Mm -hmm. that that Vance
1: had. Well, there are even some that he thought were triangles that you know that other kids wouldn't right, even yeah. think about right to, right just because of experience okay so how
0: about number 10 do you think number 10 is a triangle or okay not? so what's up with number 10 that you're pointing so, to so so number 10 is a triangle shape that we would expect him to say yes to if we are based on looks but its sides are rounded
1: gotcha so at this point are you thinking he's going to say Yes, that's a triangle? Yes, or yes. Do you do a lot of predicting, like what you think kids are gonna say to your question? Predicting, anticipating,
0: um, you wanna be prepared, but you also wanna be able to adjust. So I was prepared for him to say yes it was, but I was also at the very beginning when he said three sides prepared that maybe, maybe he wouldn't because right. that he might, if I were to ask him what a side was, he might say straight. So okay. Good. And what did you say a triangle is? How did you describe a triangle? A shape with three sides. Awesome. Thank you very much.
1: Okay. Now you didn't ask him about every triangle. No, I
0: didn't. I didn't. I felt like there had been enough consistency. I don't. I don't need to practice like false curiosity and ask about everyone, right? Okay. This um, interview, it's took less than two minutes. And one of the things I want to demonstrate to the pre-service teachers is that these can be done in a reasonable amount of time with a Reasonable amount of materials, and so I don't want to belabor any of those points by going on and on and, and checking in with each one of those I'd gotten enough information at this point that I felt I knew where Vance was in his understanding of trial. Okay.
1: Now the one thing I think people uh, just from my own experience with pre-service teachers is that they see this video and think wow that kid Is good at explaining sharing his thinking um, There's something special about this kid. Well, there is
0: he's my grandson naturally <laughs> what I try to encourage is them to give it a try so all of them I've taught this course now for three semesters probably around uh, 50 students a semester so 150 students and they, they've all done this right mm-hmm. and they share their their findings uh, in a professional learning community at the end of the, the course and um, they all find that they can do this. It helps if they do the interview with a student that they, or a learner that they've already built rapport with. Yeah, um, they get a lot more information that way. Well, uh,
1: like like any aspect of teaching, right? Exactly. The relationship is the foundation. The relationship
0: right? is important.
1: All right, um, and you have a second clip. You brought a second clip. Yep. Um, same kid. Yep. Okay. Same year, first <laughs> first grade. A little bit later in the year. All right. Um, And what are you going to be asking them about? So this is an
0: IM task, a second grade task, again, and um, it's asking them to draw a line of a certain length by just estimating that, then measuring that, and then finding the difference. So it's really about finding the difference between two lengths. Okay. The estimated and the actual. You'll see it didn't go like that. Oh, okay. I still tried to get at that same idea of finding the difference between two lengths. Okay. It's a, me- it's a measurement standard.
1: Are you saying kids don't always do what we expect them to? No, I'm saying they never <laughs> do what we expect them to. All right. Uh, here we go.
0: that wooden thing is?
1: It's a ruler. It's a ruler? What do you use rulers for? To measure.
0: Like, can you give...
1: Okay. So at this point, even, you know, he must have some experience. Right.
0: He's familiar. And again, it doesn't surprise me. He's worked with his dad in the workshop. And so, okay. I, again, I could ask some more deeper questions about how do you know it's a ruler? I think it's important to, regardless of what you're on this podcast, to stay focused on <laughs> what, you're, um, what you're trying to learn from uh, your learners. And so i uh, I didn't need to know how he learned it was a ruler. I, it okay. was just helpful to know that he knew it was a ruler.
1: And yeah, kids bring so much to it. That's one of the things I find fascinating about measurement. Here I'm going not being focused right after you said be focused. <laughs> um, because this is something they bring non-classroom experiences to. All right.
0: Example, can you use that ruler to measure? Okay, so from from here? all the way to here is 12 inches.
1: Okay. So I'm gonna write
0: that down. Okay. So right here, he's not writing it down. He's actually trying to make a line that's 12 inches. So on like, a, I can make it to like, okay. Oop, Here, 11, what you're saying, so he's... He, he's not just writing down 12 inches. He's writing down, he, he tried to make a line 12 inches long okay. on a piece of paper that's only 11 and a half inches long. And so I've now changed what I want to do right with him. So he's already created that first line. I'm just going to ask him to compare that to some other lengths. Okay. Inches, so let's just work with that. Okay, so, and you said you're going to write 11 underneath it. Okay, can you make one that is five inches long?
1: any particular reason you went for five there
0: since we were doing some gonna do some subtraction I was looking at a near double
1: right so mm-hmm. thinking about five six gotcha so not just comparison you're maybe going to do some computation I'm just yeah I'm just curious yeah. about that you're creating an opportunity right. whether whether he whether, whether he takes yeah, yeah okay uh, at this point do you are you anticipating that he will be able to make a five inch line
0: I anticipate he he made an eleven inch line. I am anticipating he would be able to make a five inch line. Yeah.
1: And not every kid, can not everyone can. Right. Yeah. Okay.
0: It is interesting that he's doing it at the bottom of the ruler, not at the so top of the Yeah. Okay. So
1: how did so did you see what did you see about like how he made the five? just in terms of his ruler use. So he started at the end. So he's, he's
0: not starting at one. He's not starting at one. So he's starting at the end at zero, and he drew it till till he could line it up with five under. But again, very interestingly, underneath.
1: Yeah. Um, so do you think he's like counting the units, or is he using just okay. the number five? I think he's just using
0: that? the number five.
1: Okay. Because
0: he. he if, think if he was counting the units that it would go, it would be slower. Slower. Okay. You, and you'd see that, but it, but in the the video you can see that it's very smooth.
1: That's true. Right. He just draws the line. Right. Right. How
0: much how much longer is the eleven inch one than the five inch
1: one? <laughs> okay, so that's a comparison question, and you're quite specific. Not just is it longer or right. something like that. I
0: think Thanks
1: for the wabbit! Wait a second. There's a wabbit? <laughs> there's, there's a
0: four-year-old who's in the background who originally I was going to also interview but then decided that she was not interested, okay. but she wanted to be still part of this. She's um, she's jumping on me. So this is trying <laughs> to also model for the, the, the future teachers that as you're doing this, you might need to uh, engage in some very intentional ignoring <laughs> uh, if you want to uh, that there, there
1: are other things going on in the, things going in the
0: classroom and again it's helpful she's playing right mm-hmm. so um, she doesn't need a lot of attention at this point point. and you'll hear she's actually also though attending to what we're going what's going on okay. which is really interesting
1: all right Wait, so can you describe what you saw him
0: doing with the ruler there? So in order to find uh, the difference between, again, the question was what's the difference between 11 and 5? He starts at 5 and uses the ruler as a number line and he's counting uh, the jumps, but he counts all the way to 12.
1: Okay. All right. So what number did he just tell you? Seven.
0: I counted. Okay, so can you make one that's seven inches long? Then use your ruler to make one. That's okay, why seven? Well, because that's what he said. Okay. So I'm going with what he said. All right. So he um, he answered a different question. He went back to sort of the original understanding that a ruler has twelve inches on it, and so he did. I asked about eleven minus. Um, Five and he did 12 minus 5.
1: Gotcha. 10
0: inches. Again drawing at the bottom.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to label that 7.
1: Okay. Because he writes 7, but? It's backwards. It's backwards. So you're, are you um, tempted at all to correct his writing? So, Tempted, yes, but
0: he's going to see tons of sevens in sevens in his life. He's going to be fine. He's going to figure that out for himself. I can model making sevens for him, but um, I don't know that it's worth us um, spending any time trying to make that correction, potentially de- derailing him from his um, his thought process or even his conception of himself as a mathematician
1: right boy yeah if you step in and correct that at this point who knows what he's gonna take from that (coughs) exactly so so I'm good I know what he means he he knows what he means we can move on from there and was he successful making a seven inch line? yes
0: he's now making arrows so he doesn't lose which ones are which
1: oh really nice kind of labeling as a process You
0: got it. Okay, and now, how much longer is the seven-inch one than the five-inch one? It's two. How'd you get two?
1: Um, because five, six, seven. Okay, so can you make it okay. two? Okay, so uh, I'm wondering what you're thinking then. So, he,
0: he's counting on to solve this problem, right? He's, he's, it's also very clear that he's counting the jumps, not the, the numbers, mm-hmm. um, and um, yeah. So, it was a little surprising to me. That, I mean, that's actually a, a fairly difficult problem to do, um, but he used addition to, to solve it.
1: Yeah, that, there are a lot of nice computation thinking going yeah. on there. Which one now? and representation okay. yep. yep. and again easy. using why is this one going to be easy because one
0: two so there you go so you hear Aggie <laughs> in the background <laughs> also trying to help out
1: now Vance never answered you about why it was easy no one, uh, okay. yeah, uh,
0: my, my assumption knowing the two of them so what my assumption knowing the two of them was that Aggie answered what he would have
1: answered okay so yeah. there's no need yeah. for either vance or you to kind right. of revisit it okay so, so, so what's the, the longest
0: l- one to be on the 11-inch one and what's the shortest and, and um, one
1: sure,
0: so what's the difference between the two inch one and the 11-inch one yeah. It is
1: um and a bot, not a real taigo, that's the Tago toy. Okay, okay. so wow. a lot going on there. Right. So um, what did you see Vance doing on the ruler? You, see, you asked what's the difference between the shortest and the longest, right. the two inch and the 11 inch. Right.
0: So I wanted to go back to this idea of his originally using 12. <laughs> and I wanted to see if he would stop at 11 or if he would keep going and what he ends up doing is keep going again it's like mm-hmm. he as he's w- he's doing it he's he's
1: but he didn't give you an answer no
0: he he did it stopped at 11 and then d- jumped to 12 but then i think with agnes there and all of the uh, distraction yeah chaos i was going to use <laughs> distractions, <laughs> a, probably a better one he's gone back to counting it all right Hmm. And you can see jumps. And down. 2 is 10 away from 12. 2 is 10 away from 12. So how far is 2 away from 11? It's
1: 9. And how would you get that? And that was with no counting on the roller? No. Okay.
0: And that's why I asked how, how you did it. So there's an example of where somebody, the, the students might say, well, you corrected this thinking. I didn't correct his thinking, right? I just asked him a, the next question, well, a follow-up he, question.
1: He doesn't answer how far is two away from eleven with ten, right? He says, right, how far is two away from 12? Right. And did, s- did twelve? Right. Did that like create an opportunity? Yeah, that
0: felt okay. so. He so he explained. So this is the power of answering a different question, right? So he explained which question he was answering, and so I'm wondering if he can use that to answer the original question, the eleven minus two. Okay. Because 10 plus 1 is 11, and then 2, so it's 11. Awesome. Thank you.
1: And All right. I'm not sure I followed him there. I didn't either,
0: and but I, I felt like if you look at the time, this has gone on a little bit longer than, mm-hmm. than the last one. That's three and a half minutes. Yeah, and again, again, I'm trying to model that I don't have to get to the bottom of everything, right? Mm-hmm. And... Um, He's demonstrated to me that he knows how to use a ruler. He's demonstrated to me that he's got actually some sophisticated ways of finding differences between some numbers. He's mostly, it seems like, what, where he's coming up with uh, problems, if you want to say, or issues, has more to do with his ability to kind of stay focused on what was the original question mm. and as we get farther along and start writing you know writing number sentences and things like that again i'm not worried about it um, i'm more interested in like some of those conceptual understandings and right. i feel pretty good about where he's at in terms of knowing what comes next
1: plus all that uh, measurement understanding yeah has going on yeah okay all right, well, um, thank you so much for coming on. Is there uh, any last message you want to give teachers about uh, this idea of kind of quick, uh, would you call this formative? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Quick uh, formative assessment. Be
0: curious and build rapport. I think those are it. So there's one more interview, and um, we can go out on that. It's, okay. it's the interview where I asked them our Ted Lasso question. Vance, what's your favorite movie and why? My favorite movie is Jurassic World Dominion because of all the adventure and I like that all the characters from the original Jurassic Park, well the remaining ones, and the ones from the Jurassic World uh, are all filmed together and some new characters and I like the new dinosaurs.
1: Alright, well Dave thank you so much for bringing these, I love listening to uh, Learner's Reasoning. And uh, getting a chance to hear what was going on in your head while we were watching was a special treat. So thanks very much. We appreciate Vance and his
0: willingness to share his thinking with us for this episode. A special thanks to Joshua Davis for allowing us to use his music for this podcast.